Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Midlife Crisis with your hosts, Ashley and Tracy. Today we are going to be talking about skincare and anti-aging and we have a special guest joining us. This is Paige. She is a licensed esthetician. Um, she offers a lot of different services as far as maintenance, um, anti-aging, those types of things. She's going to help give us some insight on some of the things that we're experiencing as we age and remedies for those. Um, be sure you follow her on Skin by Page. What is it? Skin by underscore page. Skin by underscore page on Instagram to check out her services and specials. Welcome, Paige. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Exciting, uh, excited to talk today about skincare and anti-aging. I know it's something that it's on everybody's mind. Yeah. Everybody's trying to. Um, you know, navigate through their midlife years, um, you know, and figure out perhaps what's best for them mm -hmm. as far as perhaps, um, you know, procedures or facials or products or even hacks of home yeah. remedies that helps, you know, right. anti-aging and moisture right. and elasticity and yeah. those types of things um, for your skin. We had talked before about menopause and mm -hmm. how estrogen, you know, women lose their estrogen during these years, um, but there are some natural foods that help bring that back mm -hmm. um, into your body, which is also good for skin elasticity mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things. And I feel like a lot of it comes down to being willing to put in the effort for prevent it because you can prevent oh, yeah. aging and then you can fix aging and fixing aging is a lot more expensive than if you and harder I'm yes sure. yeah prevent it yeah but you also have to be willing to it is an expensive journey like skincare mm -hmm. industry is it's not a myth when they say like these products work these don't some really are better and you have to be willing to put in the money to see the results but they definitely work and I think I mentioned earlier when we were talking, um, a lot of it is trial and error because yes. there's no, nobody has the same skin. Nope, exactly. Everyone's going to react to products and services differently. Yep. So like you said, it can be very expensive finding what works yes. for you. So you have to be, if, if you're really truly dedicated to fixing or maintaining or preventing, you do have to be willing to right. spend money. And the money is for you. like the most extreme cases too. If you are just you know, have the normal fine lines and wrinkles and like what you're supposed to have at your age too, that's normal. Mm -hmm. And it's not as expensive to fix as then like the really saggy sin, all the sunspots, all of that stuff is much the more. damage. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> because 80% 80, 80 of aging comes from the sun. Yeah. Like no matter um, what people say, 80% of your skin aging will come from the sun. So that's why I always say sunscreen and reapply sunscreen. Also, to use broad spectrum. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. UVA and UVB. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't 100% sure. Okay. Yeah. Said broad so that spectrum, goes against so. burning and aging. Okay. The, we learned in school, it was like UVB is for burning, UVA is for aging. So ah. if it's broad, broad spectrum, it'll go against both of those things. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And what SPF should we be using on our face and chest? So 30. Anything above 30 really doesn't make a, doesn't difference. Make a difference. I heard That's that before too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like it's just wasting money. It's like false advertising. Yes, it is. And the difference between 15 and 30 is only 3% too. So 15 oh. isn't that much. It's not half. It's not like you're getting double the protection okay. with 30. It's only a 3% difference between the two. So I always say go for um, 
the ingredients and what type of sunscreen it is more so than the UV protection that it offers you. And what, what ingredients should we try to avoid? So there's two different, also two different types of um, sunscreen. There's mineral and mm. chemical. Okay. I always say to go with the mineral sun, sunscreen. It doesn't have as harsh products. And you can read the back, and if it has like a ton of things that you don't know how to pronounce, it's chemical. Mm -hmm. If it has like zinc in it, it's probably mineral. Mm -hmm. And chemical, the sun UVs will penetrate into your skin, but then like reflect off or it pushes it out. But the mineral sunscreen, it just bounces right off your face. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Do to you have now. a particular brand or product that you would recommend that's maybe something over the counter? that everyone can use. I know, especially for those of us who live here in Phoenix, mm -hmm. where pretty much- You have to put it on the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> you have to use some kind of protection. Yes. So. I've seen girls that wear gloves when they're driving to protect oh their hands gosh. from the sun. I'm yeah. like, that's so much work. I get it. I get why they do it. But like, I'm not putting on gloves every time I go to drive. Right. So I could have prevented these age spots with gloves. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's why I always say too, if you don't- Or even sunscreen. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Because if- Oh, there are some people that don't believe in sunscreen, which is fine. Whatever you believe in is whatever. But if you don't believe in it, that's fine. But then try to stay out of the sun as much as you can. Right. Like, don't lay out and bask in the sun if you're not going to use sunscreen. Right. And see, I unfortunately am allergic to mm. any kind of sunscreen. I've tried the chemical kind. I've tried the mineral kind. And my face, my eyes just swell up. Oh, wow. My nose starts running. It turns oh. red, you know, like a clown's nose and my eyes are watering, um, and I tried everything. So, but I also always worshiped the, the sun, mm -hmm. so it, it wasn't until later in life where I even tried to introduce SPF or you know any kind of sunscreen into um, my sunbathing. But um, I now wear hats. Mm -hmm. I or try to stay out of the sun as much as possible yeah. so that I can minimize any further damage yeah I, I do still like to get some color yeah for yes that's the hard part shorts, <laughs> but I will wear a baseball cap or a sun hat to protect my face and chest as much as possible yeah. even though the damage is already done I just don't want to make it even worse you can reverse <laughs> it a little bit with the right products and yeah stuff, you can reverse it okay so what are some of the things that we could use to or do right. to what, reverse what do you it? recommend so there's a skin I'm gonna be talking about a lot of the skincare products from skin better it's okay. um, brand that they have it's really really good but it is on the pricier side okay. but I could also give some like less expensive yeah, options okay, too so the skin brand that I was talking about is called skin better and do you guys use retinol or do you know what retinol is I yes. know what it is I don't use it again I have very sensitive skin. oh yeah, yeah yeah so I use Cetaphil on my face mm -hmm. um, and I also use meaningful beauty products I mm -hmm. have been using those um, Cindy Crawford's products for oh, nice. well over a decade, and I um, I love them. Um, but I don't use her lotion because it has a facial lotion because it has SPF in it. Um, so I use Cetaphil on my face as a lotion. So I'll use her melon um, melon uh, serum, which I love, and um, her eye uh, cream, which again I also love. But that's about in the um, dark spot remover. Mm -hmm. Are my favorite products from her line. You can customize it, but those oh, are that's the nice. ones that I get on a regular basis. But I use Cetaphil for face wash and the overall lotion because I have super dry skin mm -hmm. and in Arizona with no humidity. Yeah, you know, so that's my regimen right. there. But 
Yeah. So I would say always incorporate a retinol into your skin if you're above the age of 25. Okay. Okay. Um, that's going to help with cell turnover rate, so it's going to speed it up. So when you're younger and you're a baby, you get cut and it heals, in, like, not instantly, but you know, a lot right. quicker than right. when you're older. Mm -hmm. As you get older, all that's slowing down. So what retinol does is go in and helps the cells turn over faster, like when you were younger. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good thing. And that's vitamin A. So I always say you should start with the retinol. But the type of retinol does matter too. So like if you do, like my sister just sent me a picture this morning and it was, um, I think it was Neutrogena. And mm -hmm. she was like, would this retinol work? And I was like, you can try it. Definitely try it. Like you were saying, yeah. trial and error. It's hard. You can try it. Right. But with big brands like that, that aren't medical grade skincare, they throw everything into one big pot. So let's say the big pot has 5% of retinol or whatever the mm -hmm. thing is. But then they just scoop it out and put it into each bottle. So that original pot had that much in it. What you're oh. getting in your own little bottle is probably nothing. Interesting. I did not think yeah. about that. Same yeah. thing they do with like cosmetics. Yeah, with like yeah. UV protection in makeup. Oh. It'll be in there, but it's the smallest amount because it's what's in the whole thing. And also if you don't put, like think of when you're rubbing sunscreen, you put it all over, you want to get it everywhere. If you're not putting your foundation like and you don't want to cake it on like that because it doesn't look good, but that's the only way you'd be able to get the same protection as sunscreen. Uh, wow. So I always say you put on sunscreen before makeup always, regardless, even if right. it does have some in there. Okay. But good to know. the yeah. retinol, is that what I was talking about? Yeah, mm -hmm. vitamin A, retinol. Yeah. So it's a retinoid is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's a the product that I'm talking about is called Alpharet, I believe, from Skin Better. Okay. Let me find the thing real quick. Where can we find Skin Better products? Um, online. You do have to sign up under an esthetician. Okay. But you can literally find anyone on Instagram that's a Skin Better right. like consultant person and go in. And, you don't have to ever actually talk to the person or have a cons consult with them or at all. Okay. You can you just, just go and sign up under them. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. I didn't realize yeah. you could do that. It's kind of, it reminds me of like the, the salon stores where you can get certain hair products, but right. you have to be with a professional, a yes. licensed professional yes. to get it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the Alpharet is from Skin Better and also the Alto Advanced and Peel Pads. So what those, there's three different options. There's a serum, a serum, and then pads. Okay. The pads also work as an exfoliator. So if you have sensitive skin, right. I wouldn't go with the pads. Okay. And if you do want to start with the pads, I'd start them once a week. That's the other mm -hmm. thing with skincare. Always start off gradual. Don't, oh. if you get a bunch of skincare, don't try it all at once okay. because then it's also hard to, if something's agitating you, you don't know where what it came it from. Right. So you often just throw the whole thing away when really maybe it was A, B, and C worked, but it was mm -hmm. D, E, and F that didn't work. Okay. So never start with it all away. Always do one thing at a time. And I'd say wait two weeks in between every new thing you add in. Okay. But for retinol, start with like once or twice a week because you will start to, your skin, your cells are turning over so quickly, mm -hmm. your skin may start skin may start to flake and oh, people get freaked out and okay. think that they're drying, which yeah. it could be, but it's also because you're using the retinol, so moisturizer, you have to make sure you put in so your moisturizer. So your skin just kind of has to adjust to it. Yes. Okay. And there's also, I've seen a lot of like horror stories where people start retinol and then they go like these huge breakout phases, but then their skin gets better and that's the purging oh. process. And there's a huge... It's a huge topic within the skincare industry if purging's real or not. Like, is it really true that you purge after you put something on, or is it just that's not right for your skin? Mm -hmm. I've heard mixed things. I've heard that because acne is going to be underneath your skin. So just because you clear what's on the surface, it's coming from underneath the skin. So if you're not figuring what that problem is and clearing that, it's just going to keep coming through. Or if you're putting something on your skin, and then when 
the stuff that's underneath has to come through mm -hmm. before it can be cleared again. Does that right. make sense? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I love learning that stuff. Also, I just thought of this too. <laughs> like, so for if you use the Alpharet and you're using that for anti-aging, mm -hmm. and then they have another thing called even correct tone, which is all for like skin, like you were talking about the dark spot corrector. Right. Right. And that works really well. But if you have acne or you have other underlying skin conditions, and then you use this, let's say the even tone serum, that may correct your dark spots, but whatever's in it may make your acne or rosacea worse. Oh, not saying with that one that is the fact, right. because I've it never heard possible. anything about that, yeah. but it's just possible that if you're using a skincare product for one concern, it may make other ones worse if it's okay. they don't work together. Absolutely. What about, and I don't believe that I have it now, but I have had it in the past, not only on my face, but on my body, but the pigmentation. Mm -hmm. Hyperpigmentation. Right. Yeah. Is, would it work as well for yep. that? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yep, lighten it. And then you can also have hyperpigmentation or the opposite, which is when you get those little like white spots. Like I know yes. I have some of them on yes. my skin. Yes. yes. And that just happens with age and it's just the melanin in your skin goes away. And unfortunately with that, there is no way to get the color mm -hmm. back. And once that. it's gone, it's really? gone. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if any of those mm -hmm. that you were just talking about would help in that. Mm -hmm. but no. Yeah. Cause once those little melanin receptors shut off, they're, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. You can't wake them up again. Nope. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh no. Okay. Well, that's all really interesting. Um, so we, we talked a lot about um, protection from the sun and rejuvenating cells and things like that. Some of the other things that um, come with midlife and menopause, as we talked about, are breakouts, dry skin, a lot of the spots and blemishes, mm -hmm. things like that. What are some things that people can do at home on their own or even services in you know a salon right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like we never had it when we were a kid and I never sudden, did yeah. I never had it and then I turned I think it was like 22 or 23 and, and I got such bad hormonal cystic oh. acne for years and it's just finally going away because I know more You've about learned. skincare yeah. yeah so I've learned like what works for my skin and what doesn't work for my skin okay but it's hormonal acne sucks yeah. and it's obviously your hormones it's not like you can put a product well you can there's products out there that you can use that'll work mm -hmm. but sorry she distracted no, sorry. me <laughs> i'm just gonna let it keep going yeah okay fine what was i saying hormonal um, acne. So, there are products that'll work oh yeah so there's a, a face reality is what i use right now and that's to target the underlying problem so they also have a pill that you take that it rivals accutane but it's natural so oh. like it's nothing like accutane is extreme intense right. this is all normal i think it's called clear skin okay or clear stem but so those products are helping to get rid of my acne but i've also done chemical peels mm. those are really good i've done microneedling sessions to okay. get rid of the scarring because right. if you have true scarring mm -hmm. If you have post-inflammatory erythema, that's just like the red marks that you get after you have a pimple or a breakout, right. or post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation are the brown marks. Okay. Those uh, can both be taken away without um, microneedling. Oh. Um, chemical peels could do it, products could do it, but if you have actual scarring where the skin's like deformed from it, right. you need to do microneedling because that's a collagen problem. So mm -hmm. unless you get more collagen into that spot, the skin will won't come back or you could do laser treatments as well what does the microneedling actually do to your skin? so it's a bunch of like little needles that are just causing superficial wounds in your skin again speeding up the healing process so okay. it's kind of like the cell turnover rate okay. too. Right. but if you have diabetes or something that may cause you to if you get injured to heal slower mm -hmm. don't do it or right. consult a doctor yeah okay. yeah now do you see 
many men uh, that are seeking treatment for acne as well? Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot of times it's younger guys. Yeah. Like yeah. when I was in school in the clinic, a lot of teenage boys would come in or a lot of older men just for like crow's feet, like right. little <laughs> maintenance things and stuff like that. Obviously, it's not as much right. compared yes. to the women, yeah. but I feel like more men, since skincare is becoming such a big topic mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of men are feeling more comfortable to go in my dad gets them done does he and i was thinking about my nice. son who went through a period of perhaps in his early 20s uh -huh. um having acne yeah and i feel now that it's um it's died down quite a bit yeah. but he also has a beard so yeah and that's yeah. actually now it's harder to tell what's yeah. there but um but i was just wondering that's what made me think i wonder if men you know young men or older men you know have you know a lot of yeah. services i know their facial products. hair they're lucky i know they, they can cover face. yeah <laughs> half their face can be covered I know, I know so that's interesting that laser mm -hmm. um will also help with that as mm -hmm. well there's something called morpheus 8 which is i think relatively new mm -hmm. it's a laser microneedling so it's microneedling your face but it's also shooting a laser Whoa. down into like deeper into the skin level to it gets rid of excess fat so like a lot of people do it for underneath their chin or okay. areas like that um so it's microneedling but like yeah, on steroids the chin i heard about that before. it's painful yeah. oh it sounds like <laughs> and because it's slow too they just have to like like laser have you you've gotten laser hair removal, laser, right? laser hair removal, yep yes. i've gotten that i've done too. that too oh yeah you have and then i've done the microneedling one, yes and so that's like that. quick it's just like okay. zip, 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 yeah. zip. this one it's like every spot they have to hold their zaps and they oh. pull it apart hold their zap uh, so it's like all over that. your face i need it to go quick they give yeah. you laughing gas which i've heard helps oh, okay. <laughs> so i would do it with laughing gas or i've seen some med spas actually um do a topical numbing cream oh right but i don't know why they all don't do that yeah if it's so painful my friend got it done i watched her Interesting. it's intense but it's really good you the other thing that's kind of a downfall is you need multiple treatments but that's with yeah. everything like laser hair everything yes, i right. needed like four i think i went through 15 treatments and i still go back like once or twice a year for my laser hair mm -hmm. yeah me too i need to go now actually but i haven't pretty much i think i went since COVID, honestly mm. but i did go back for like a a year actually yeah. I think of maintenance Remember, yep. we mm -hmm. talked about it in our the facial episode hair. Yeah. yeah because then once I hit menopause like my facial hair went cray cray yes. it was really crazy yeah. on me so I went back for maintenance that just reminded me of dermaplaning yes yes. Um, I always say too like if you have vellus blonde hair mm -hmm. dermaplaning is great it's amazing like it'll take yeah yes. it'll take everything off your face for me before i did laser hair actually no i had already done laser hair removal but there was still some thick coarse hairs mm -hmm. that were coming in on my face and so dermaplaning was horrible for me mm. because it just took the it, yeah that, that it coarse just hair. yes yeah. and then it's almost like you have like razor burn oh. or the follicle gets clogged even if the pore is not clogged so i was like constantly having breakouts Breakout, right here yeah. and i figured out that it was from dermaplaning so if you're someone with darker coarser hair on your face dermaplaning might not be the best Which thing for you yeah. and i feel like a lot of estheticians don't be they're not honest about that like they'll just like dermaplane dermaplane it's great for everyone but i'm like it's really not great for everyone you have to have the right type of hair on your face for it to work with or else it's almost like it's not worth more damage yes it yeah. is yeah right wow interesting yeah and yeah, i haven't had that. dermaplaning done for a while and it's interesting that you say that because i have broken capillaries mm -hmm. and um so i was i think probably when it was first introduced 
and it was very popular. Like I would go in for a facial and they would do dermaplaning or recommend dermaplaning. Mm -hmm. And then I thought it was interesting that throughout, you know, the years of doing that, I would go to another esthetician and she would say, oh, we can't do dermaplaning mm -hmm. because you have broken capillaries. And, and I was like, what? And like, I never mentioned it before. I've had yeah. it done many times, and perhaps that's why it got worse. Did you, do you know if you did oil planing? Um, I don't believe so, because like, I'm not sure. When I do Ashley, when I do plane Ashley's face, I always use oil because she has some broken capillaries right on her cheeks too, no. and the oil is so much gentler on the okay. skin so I just put a little bit of oil on and then dermaplane and it's not as harsh. I feel like I would have known if they did that okay. and I don't believe that they did but I ended up stopped having dermaplaning done mm -hmm. for quite some time um, and then I was able to get a cream that helped with my broken capillaries. Mm -hmm. Do you have um, any any insights of products or things to do for people that have broken capillaries on their face? For broken capillaries specifically I'm not I don't know too laser? much about it's probably just laser because I was it's, told it was just laser. Yeah, I don't think any like um serums or products, products would be able to fix right. the broken capillaries. Right. There's a lot of products from Glymed. Have you guys ever heard of Glymed? Mm -hmm. I have. Um they have a CBD oil that's really good for any redness inflammation. So it could help the redness from the um uh, inflamed capillaries. Yeah. Okay. But without going in with a laser, I don't think there's anything that you can do to permanently fix them. Is there something that I can do to help prevent them in the future? Hmm, it's a good question. I feel like, yeah, I'm thinking if it's like similar to rosacea. I was just gonna say that too. Yes. Yeah. Because it looks very similar. Yes, it does. And so they're in the same spot. how do you know the difference between the two? If, if, if you're experiencing redness, how do you know which it is? You know, like broken cap capillaries, you can see. Like okay. they almost look almost like, like veins. veins. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. broken capillary. That's if it's have. just redness or like mm -hmm. spots of redness, that's rosacea. Okay. Actually, I have both. But I was going to say a lot difference. of people that have one yes. usually have Probably the other. Yes. They go hand in hand. So what can we do about rosacea? Because that's another thing that I've personally experienced and I know you have yes. too mm -hmm. um, as we start our midlife aging. Um, which is that also something that's caused by hormones or is it can that just, be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense because I never had it. And I then never did either. Knock on wood, I haven't. I don't oh, yeah. have one of those. I'm still young. But yeah, skin, I used to love my skin. Oh, oh I used God. to I always get so many compliments yes. on my skin. Mm -hmm. For yes. years. Uh, uh, clear up through my 30s. Yes. Always have compliments on my skin. And then all of a sudden in my face, I've never worn uh, foundation. You know, mm -hmm. usually I would wear like mascara. At one point, it's been years ago, but I would do eyeliner. I cut that out of the regimen a long time ago. Um, and just we just got lazier and lazier. <laughs> I don't do any of that, so I guess I'm already lazy. And, you know, no, honestly, I so, think a lot of yeah. women have stopped wearing so much makeup since yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, we were stuck at home. There was no need to do the makeup. Um, some people yeah. went crazy with the makeup and started doing tutorials, yeah. but um, that's true. But yeah, I I think a lot of women have really cut back because not only is it such a process to do every expensive. day when you leave the house, expensive. like you said, it's very expensive mm -hmm. and a lot and of not good for your skin to be putting all yeah, of that on your yeah. skin. It's messy yeah. for me. It's messy, and like you said, actually, since the pandemic, um, truth be told, I no longer even wear mascara now. Oh, wow. um, like I, I you can count on uh, one hand how many times I've put makeup on which is mascara and lipstick yeah um, since the pandemic mm -hmm. but and when I do now it like I feel like it takes me days 
to actually get, get it off. off. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the fact that I used to do it every day. I know. And now my eyes look, you know, I really need mascara. I don't have big, beautiful eyelashes I have whatsoever. pretty much blonde, short eyelashes. Oh, I ordered the... Off topic, but I ordered the lash stuff. <laughs> I do have fake lashes that mm-hmm. I got through my esthetician. She's um, going to um, She's gonna do a treatment that curls them. Yeah, it's called and a lash lip. So it's like a perm for your eyelashes. And, uh, it yeah. will, and then I'll also dye them, too. So if you have blonde, so then it'll just be it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's nice. It's really nice. Because I've had the eyelash extensions Yeah, before. I've done those, And too. I feel like, number one, because I am so sensitive... I'm allergic to the glue. Yep. So the first time I did it, I was like, oh, is this normal? My eyes swelled up. Oh. You know, they were tearing horrifically. They gave me a little dropper um, of some, you know, eye drop things to put in, and it did help within a day or two. Mm-hmm. It was great. But honestly, I felt like, and I didn't, it's expensive to maintain. And, yes. like, and you have to go so often. Yeah. And so often. I so I didn't do it. it. Yeah. And I feel like it does ruin your like lashes. Yes. They always say it doesn't, like but I feel like it off. does. Yeah. Definitely definitely agree with that but yeah okay so the eyelash uh, lifts mm-hmm. now I have dark lashes they're mm-hmm. not long um would that do anything? Yeah, like mine, I have dark lashes, but mine just stick straight out. So, so when I curl, I curl them every day. Like I heat up my curling, what is that mm-hmm. called? An eyelash curler? And oh, then wow. I curl them. But with the lash lift, it just permanently like ish. Yeah. So it's like four to six weeks it'll last. And your eyelashes are just curled. And then if you like go to sleep and you wake up in the morning, they may, some may be down, but if you just curl them with um, the yeah. eyelash curler, it's like you're training them. It's kind of like um, brow laminations. Have you guys heard of brow laminations? I have such bushy brows. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but it's just like training the hair. So the more okay. you get it done, eventually your hairs would just start to flow. It's like a keratin treatment for your hair. If you have curly hair and you want a straightening treatment, yeah. you're just training the hairs right. to go in okay. different directions. So this one's just training them to go up. Yeah. Okay, so some of the other things I wanted to touch base really quick um, are dry skin and um, chest and neckline. I've had you know some issues with that as I've been experiencing all these changes with my body. Um, what are some things that we can do um, at home as part of our daily routine to help with that? Um, or even services are there things that we can have done to the chest line or um, for the dry skin I know dermaplane has really helped me with that mm-hmm. um, oh really on it neck has, because it chest is not well. only does it re- remove hair from your face it removes that dead skin yeah oh, right. so your products will all penetrate deeper after. like a lot of people get it done because the way their makeup goes on after is so much smoother because mm-hmm. all those little hairs are not or getting in the way lotion you know, any serum lotion yep. so it sits on my face a lot better if you're going to use like serums with active ingredients or replacing really helps get those active ingredients deeper into the skin because it doesn't have to fight through any of the hair or dead skin Right. And you know what I learned a long time ago, and I'm a side sleeper. So, but not to sleep on your side because it creates heavy lines on your chest. I sleep, I I sleep on my, on my, like flat, on my stomach. Stomach, yeah. Well, yeah, we can't anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I lay there and I'm like, (laughs) you have a boob job. Like stomach sleeping is not an option. And you know what? It really hurts my lower back. It is bad. It's it's like the worst way to sleep. Everyone says it's the worst way to sleep, but it's the only way I can sleep. So. And I'm a snorer, so I can't sleep on my back. God forbid, you know, anybody in the near vicinity. I usually, um, 
I usually don't have a problem with that, but I find that's myself, good for aging, sleeping on your back. Yes. Yeah, because um, you're not because if you're sleep on your side of your face, you're scrunching, or like I how I sleep that. is yes. really bad for and your skin, as well as for yeah. your neck and mm-hmm. your chest. I do find so I kind of have a when I wake up on my side sometimes. I yeah. think sometimes I'll roll. To they me. make yeah. pillows for like your chest. Yes, I've yes. seen them on like QVC and stuff. Oh, like yes. when you're sleeping. I've tried the neck pillow, yeah. the, the leg pillow that you put between your knees. Yes. Like, yeah. I've tried all the, the body pillows. I've not tried the, the breast pillow. <laughs> yeah. And that's supposed, I think it was created for like aging, for yes, like the wrinkles yeah. and stuff in your chest. Because I mean, for um, me, it doesn't, I don't I have a very small chest, so nothing really happens. But if you have, a yeah. bigger chest when you lay on your side yeah the skin will like wrinkle or even together. if you just you know depending on how you put your arms as well it just yeah. wrinkles up it just mm-hmm. creates you know deep crevices so yeah i do i'm aware of that it's not that i always you know i, yeah. I never sleep on my side but i try to yeah not start out that way conscious of yes that, yeah. totally so just like for some tips for that i'd say um whatever you're doing to your face due to all the way down to right above like your breast area mm-hmm cleansing your skin does make a huge difference i know a lot of people say like oh, it doesn't really matter if i cleanse at night or in the morning but over the span of things the, if you cleanse once in the morning and twice at night that's my go-to um twice at night i know i like twice at night i do it twice at night if actually no i usually do it every time just because if i'm wearing makeup definitely twice because okay. mm. the first cleanse is just, just going to get the makeup yes yeah, so you're yeah. just getting the makeup off the second cleanse is actually cleaning all like the dirt and debris and stuff off so if you're wearing makeup always do a double cleanse okay um, I like to do a double cleanse at night just because I usually sweat throughout the day, especially now that it's summer and yeah. I just feel gross. And the first cleanse, I just feel like it's like the superficial stuff off and then the second cleanse just goes deeper. But you know your skin the best too. If you do a double cleanse and it's really irritating to your too, skin, too much. don't yeah. do it. Don't You don't have right. to do these things to have like nice skin. It's just okay. what I like to use. And I also like to use a cleansing balm on my face to my neck if I'm wearing makeup or if I'm doing a double cleanse because the balm is smoother. And I also do some like... Um, What's it called when you massage drainage what's that called lymphatic drainage massage oh, oh. so like with the oil too i'll do that so i'll like come down here get my lymph nodes come down here and then like massage yeah. it and you should always push everything towards your heart where you want to end it so like i'll push up and around on my chin and my neck uh-huh. but you have to make sure you're always bringing it back down into towards your heart. oh interesting wow. what is the cleansing balm what is that um, the one that I use is from a skin brand called Comfort Zone. It's usually just like, so you know how cleansers usually is like milky or gel-like? This yeah. is more like um, a, a balm. Yeah, like a balm. And like you use it, like you warm it up in your hands and then you go on and then after you start massaging it, it'll turn to like oil. Oh. And then it's just like. Interesting. And do you do that twice or you just do that the second time? No, I just do that the first time. Oh, the first time. Okay. And then the second time I'll go with the gentle cleanser. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And how often do you exfoliate? And you exfoliate your neck yes. and chest as well, correct? Yes. Yep. Because okay. I do it all at once, and I probably do it maybe three times a week. No, oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, three times a week I feel like is the most I would do. You don't want to overdo it. Mm-hmm. If you have more thicker, oilier skin, or like men naturally have thicker, oilier skin, right. they could probably um, do it more often. Okay. Yeah. But I'd say start off with once every three to four days if your skin's fine that's about how often i do yeah if your skin's fine you don't notice anything you can maybe up it to some people say every other day i think that's too much because you have a skin barrier and if that's broken or hurt anything underneath is not going to be fixed so a lot of people with acne have a damaged skin barrier Mm -hmm. so it's working on kind of almost like if you have really bad acne going back to very 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 simple stuff getting your skin barrier which just means like the 
correct amount of oil, sebum is being produced, you have hydration in your skin. If that's all good, then you can start working on it. But if you have a lot of redness, dryness, irritation, something's wrong with your skin barrier, which needs to be fixed first. So I might be able to just pump the brakes a little bit on my exfoliation. Yeah. Well, and, and again, the Dermaplane is kind of an exfoliator. Yeah, that's an I intense do. exfoliator. I've been doing that um, four to, every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. I like to do it every four weeks okay. if I can. Um, so that's why I don't I don't do the exfoliation Got as it. often because it, it kind of does that for me yeah. once a month. So, and I'm the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> and as I mentioned, I don't do um, the Dermaplaning anymore. But as far as you know, so yeah. you know, yeah. it's much less frequent than you do so yeah. I feel like when and then I, every time I do it I think I just want my esthetician to know that they can tell when you go back in they can tell I'm like oh my gosh like yeah. and especially by my nose mm-hmm. you know it, anyways um but so I'll just back off of the that's another good thing I'd say like seeing an, um, an esthetician to get a facial once a month if it's something that you can afford or once every two months however often you can it's just nice because They'll get extractions for you the right way. You may mess up your skin or do something bad to it. They'll also, you can get dermaplaning done, which is an exfoliant, but then also um, an enzyme mask, which is an extra exfoliant. They use probably better products than you're using at home. So just like a maintenance upkeep of once a month, mm-hmm. I think is really good. And your esthetician can tell if you're doing home care routine. Yeah. They always oh, can. <laughs> it's very obvious when people don't do it and they're like, yeah, I'm doing it. And you're like, no, you're not. And that's that's like, not that, right? Because I do it when I shower. It's, it's like, like when, when you go get shower. your teeth cleaned. Yes. Like, oh, do you floss every day? Yeah, yeah. twice a day. <laughs> really? They know. Yeah, they're like, everyone's a liar. Right. I know, I know people do. No, they think that no one can tell. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. Well, I found some really cool hacks, and some that I think are shocking. At least I wasn't aware of it. Uh, and the first one that I'm going to mention, my youngest daughter, who still lives at home, uh, does it. And I don't know why. It never even occurred to me that it would be good for you, other than just the touch and feel. But um, something that is good for your skin, um, and anti-aging is to use a silk pillowcase. Mm-hmm. You know that. Okay, mm-hmm. see, you know that. I never knew that. Uh, also for your hair, it was curly hair. Yep. I sleep with a silk pillowcase do, actually. She does too. Because I have. It's like it wants to slip out. I'm not comfortable with the like um, silk one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's good for curly hair. I have naturally really curly hair, oh, okay. and so it helps it not get as dry and like frizzy and break in the middle of the night. If it's rubbing on silk, it's better right. than like. Cotton. I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, it never occurred to me mm-hmm. before, so I thought that was kind of um, interesting. Uh, apply aloe vera gel as a natural moisturizer to keep skin hydrated and plump. Yes, that's I a good have one. Aloe in my backyard. Aloe can't kill it once you start growing it. Oh yeah. So it's crazy. So is that yes? Yes. It's straight from the plants. Is that good? Oh yeah, you could do that. Or if you want to use a moisturizer too that has aloe in it, if you have oily skin, that just means that your um, sebaceous glands are just producing a lot more oil because it's overproducing because it's not hyd- your skin doesn't have any hydration in it. So people sometimes mistake like oh i have oily skin so i'm not going to use a hydrator because or a moisturizer because it breaks me out more that's not true you do need it you need to find the right one and aloe is very good for oily skin too so that's a good moisturizer if it's in your moisturizer good to know 
uh, facial roller to improve circulation and reduce puffiness. Mm-hmm. So I do that every morning too. Marble one. Yep. Is it marble? Yeah, yeah, it's like you have like jade or marble ones. I keep uh-huh. it in my freezer, and then in yeah. the mornings I'll just do it so it's nice and I cold. I like to do it when my eyes are puffy in the morning. Mm-hmm. It yes. feels so good too, and it feels really great on my skin. Yes. yes. Or putting your face in a bowl of ice water for 15 seconds. In the yeah, morning. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> you know what I do sometimes, uh, and especially in the summer. Uh, or well, actually either any season works but in my shower at the mm-hmm. very end of the shower turn it all to cold yeah my boyfriend and, does that yeah, I can't and do I that try in my face as well as the front I of my back too. and most days I only when I do it is when I feel really sluggish and still tired to from wake waking you up, up but yeah. it's to wake you up and to get it going yeah. so I don't know if it's that really good for you. my face yeah. as well as also it'll help with any inflammation like you were uh-huh. saying like puffiness or any redness too in the morning that you have ice right. or like so when I wash my most of the time that I wash my face I mean obviously I wash it in the shower when I shower but most of the time when I wash my face it's in the sink mm-hmm. in the bathroom and I use my living in Arizona it's your, your water's never cold, cold. Yeah, especially <laughs> not in the summer. <laughs> yeah, but I always use cold water. Yeah, that's good. It's better. Uh, year-round. Like, mm-hmm. in the winter, it's a little cooler and it feels better, but I, I never use, I, never, I don't even turn the hot on. Yeah, that'll also water. damage your skin barrier using because super hot water. I take super long, hot showers. So do I. So that's but my face I isn't in it. Like, like, when I'm in the shower, my, I'm not, like, putting 100%. my face in it. It's yeah. just, like, the yeah. steam and stuff, which is okay, okay yeah. for your okay, face. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, okay, here's a fun one. Uh, apply a caffeine-infused eye cream to reduce dark circles and under eyes. I was going to say that one if this wasn't on your list, but yeah, really? caffeine is okay. coffee's really good for under eyes. Really? Mm-hmm. So can you buy like a coffee cream or something? Like you what? can use actual coffee grounds, like so just, just and put no, them okay. on underneath your eyes. Would you yeah. just get them wet uh-huh. so that they like stick? Uh huh. Okay. So like, or you can yes. Or I'm sure there's a lot of products with it in there too. Again, you just have to be careful. Caffeine, yeah. Yeah. Just be careful with the brands that you're getting. Marketing sucks. It's always lie. It's always a lie, mostly. So look at the uh, label for ingredients and like the skin. Get it from a reliable place. Um, I don't like to buy skincare on Amazon just because I've heard a lot of bad things about. It's not the real thing. Yeah, or it's like the batches that maybe don't have the correct formulation so they send them to Amazon to sell and they're not selling directly from the corporation things like that okay that's good to know but yeah. if it what says who the there. seller is and it's the company that's making it chances are that's true or no I want to say no just because I feel like there's I feel like you I read I feel yeah yeah there's always a risk Okay. It's not saying you're for sure going to get something that's not the best. You may be getting the best of the best from that company, uh-huh. but there's a risk of you not getting on Amazon, where if you order directly from the company, you know you're getting you know what you're paying you're for. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. Amazon's taken over the world. I <laughs> way far too much. Far yeah. Too much. Yeah, I think we all do. Um, now, I've known throughout my life a bunch of different um, sugars and different things to put mm-hmm. together for scrubs, but what do you think about honey and cinnamon masks? Mm, I've never heard to of that exfoliate before. exfoliate and brighten the skin. Well, I that's use a honey mask like okay. in my services, so. Oh, okay. Cinnamon is shocking to me because right. I. Yeah, I feel like that would. Something tells me that would not be good for Yeah, it seems skin. like it would be an irritant, an yes. irritant to the yeah. skin. That's interesting. Okay, but uh, yeah. Um, honey and cinnamon masks. I mean, it's I love cinnamon I and I love the smell of it, so mm-hmm. maybe it's more for aromatherapy than maybe. actual. Yeah. Skincare? I yeah. don't know. I haven't I need to try it. I need to try it. 
And this is something that I've done before, but I've actually received a product through my esthetician, but uh, vitamin C serum. Mm -hmm, vitamin yes, C is very right. good for brightening and skin. And hyaluronic acid. Yep, hyaluronic right, acid. Huge, mm -hmm. right. In fact, they make hair products now that have hyaluronic yes, acid. Yes, yeah. I did hear that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that L'Oreal or something? Is that, I don't know um, which well, product. The, one that, the only one I know about, the only reason I knew that they were doing it is because I actually have a line that I sell oh. um, that they just launched it and it has hyaluronic and I was like oh yeah it's of course it's good for your hair like I didn't it didn't even occur to didn't me yeah um, and then face oil with anti-aging properties such as rosehip mm -hmm. and uh, argan oil. Mm -hmm. Yes? Okay, so you're like, oh yeah, yeah, but those are things that are new to me. Yeah. Um, okay. And also I feel like people should know going into it too, if you're just using all the natural stuff like that, it can work and it probably will work, but it's going to take a longer amount of time than longer, if you're using yeah. like the skincare products. Mm -hmm. So just be patient with it. Oh, that's really good to know. Yeah. Because I think everybody's looking for the instant results these days. Always. Right? Yep. And like if they don't get it fast enough. Yeah. So, so don't, don't give up. up. Yeah. Don't give up. Um, I'm going back to the scrub really quick. I actually use a sugar scrub on my lips mm -hmm. once a month to to exfoliate my lips. Yeah, that's really and good. I have a scrub in my shower in a jar that I do on my hands. Which really helps with the aging spots. Do you make also? It? You could also whatever you no, I don't make it. do okay. on your face. You can do on your hands too, because I know yes. hands age. Yes. Like my hands are, I feel like they look way older than I actually am because I never do. I never put sunscreen on them. I never do anything with them. You can if you if you can't tell someone's yep. age, look at their hands. Yes, yes, that's so mm -hmm. true. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. And one of our um, friends used to and perhaps still does to some extent sell Mary Kay mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. they have a really really good hand cream um, that I've used and I still have it I haven't thought about it now that it's becoming summer uh -huh. but I would also use it on my face it works mm -hmm. really well on my face oh, nice. but I use it more in the summer months where I have a maximum exposure mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I would just like you put it on before I go to bed yeah yeah that it's so hydrating yeah, yeah. It just soaks it in. That's so. nice. Awesome. Well, I think that I think we covered all of it. That's a lot. Discussion today it was great. Thank you so much, Paige. Yeah, thank for you for having us me. today. Thank yeah, you guys. be sure you check out her Instagram at um, Skin by underscore Paige. Thank you. Mm -hmm. There you go. And we'll have that information on our website as well.